Good stuff and more to come to run DMC and Aerosmith here in about five minutes' time on Triple M for the drive home. It's Cliff around WA. I was in my office last night doing a little bit of work after the show and uh, a lovely man who I've known for a little while popped up and he showed me a picture of this mug and said, Cliff, do you think I should tell anybody that I've been introduced to the Queen and she gave me this mug? Now, one story is one thing, but this gentleman has got a whole bunch. He was cooking, working for a catering company called JL Catering in the United Kingdom, and as he got some tales to tell, David Hyde, hello, my friend, how are you? Good, mate. Good. Not nice to speak to you. And you? you? Well? I'm well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, terribly sad, an awfully sad time, uh, and we mm. are a matter of days away from the funeral, and the world is certainly in mourning in a lot of areas, but I want to have a bit of a giggle with this because you have got some great stories about cooking. Firstly, tell me about the mug that the Queen gave you. Uh, it's a nice picture that you sent. Yeah, it's. Um, I did the Windsor Horse Show back in 1976, and the after the event, the Queen came along with her entourage and gave everybody a mug. And it's, it's, a, it's a pint mug. Um, it's got a fox hunt around it. And I've just kept it forever, I suppose, and nobody thought anything about it. And, yeah, it's just a momentum I keep in the house. And yeah, it's just a nice thing to remember her by, I think. I'm, I say, I'm not necessarily a royce, but I think she's affected everybody. Um, and so, yeah, it's just a enjoyable occasion. But I met her a few times because I used to do all the royal tents, so, and Buckingham Palace and... Wimbledon tennis, so yeah, I met her quite a few years over a seven-year period while I was in the UK. I could imagine that mm-hmm. the people around the royals would be the ones, they're the gatekeepers, and I could imagine that they would be very difficult to get along with. Yeah, yeah, I do remember when we did Buckingham Palace that you, you put all these trestles out and you actually measure, or you're given a template to where the plates go, the cups and saucers go, the knives go, things like and you give them a template and you think, oh yeah. You know, and these things are quite long. And then somebody comes along and actually measures it with a tape measure. So everything, when you look down the end, it's all exactly the same. And it's quite, it is quite interesting. And so you do appreciate it at the time. And I remember getting told off for putting my hand, my palm down to like flatten out the tablecloth. And I got told off and reprimanded. I had to use the back of my hand because the palm of your hand sweats. And if you had any dirt on it, it was going to mark the the tablecloth. So, yeah, it's quite amazing really <laughs> it's a very downton abbey isn't it I, yeah uh, very much so, yeah yeah look seeing some of the the things and you know just last night and it's in the press again today too poor old king charles he had the pen mess around on him and uh, oh, i think yeah, I, yeah. I think it leaks some and people are going oh charles loses the plot or whatever like you know this poor man has lost his mother he is mourning his mother he's mourning a time that has gone he's been so far in the last couple of days to uh, wales to northern ireland to scotland Uh, he hasn't had two seconds alone on his own to to actually be able to grieve uh and so i i wouldn't blame him for losing his mind if the pen goes astray i'm afraid they're real aren't they yeah yeah, they are real, and that's it. You can see him, he's getting frustrated, but he's trying to sign a document there, and he's trying to push it away. And, you know, I mean, most of us would have shouted out, but he can't because he's calling on Larry to do it. So he's trying to do it in a fairly subtle manner. But, um, yeah, eventually the person got the idea that he has to move it. But, yeah. Yeah. T- t- <laughs> tell, me about the gift, tell me about the gift that the now King Charles gave you. Oh, that was, yeah, I, I worked at the... Um, Windsor was a polo, and um, he was playing on the field, and the pup came in. So I kept the pup for many years until I left England. And then, like my wife, Carolyn, who you know, yep. said to me, what are we taking him for? And I said, well, I don't know. So I gave it to the, 
the kid next door called Rupert. So I do hope he's got it. I mean, his parents <laughs> hated me for it. So, and I also gave them all the menus which we used to have, I used to collect, which were all gold embossed. Oh. And I just thought, I don't need those anymore. Yeah. I don't need those. Oh. And they were all gold embossed and told you who was there. But yeah, so I do hope the kid's still got it. And yeah, if you're Rupert, if you're listening or if you're in the WA, hey, give me a call. <laughs> we want it back, thank you. Now, this is, a, this is a lovely story too of a time that you cooked for Princess Margaret and then you had to admit to something. Go. Well, it wasn't really a myth to anything. She asked me about the, pro- the lobster cocktail and how did we do the lobster cocktail. So I had to explain, obviously, how you prepare a live crayfish or lobster over in the UK. But the actual thing came out of a tin. Um, so I couldn't tell her the truth. Um, and so I just basically told her that the way of doing a, killing a, a lobster and boiling it and then cutting up and cooling it down and everything else. And, yeah, um, she was quite happy with that. So... <laughs> Happy days, happy days. So anyone who yeah. is serving tin lobster, tinned crayfish this weekend at a barbecue or whatever, you can say this has got a royal touch from Mr Hyde. Yeah, well, I don't think you can get it now. I mean, it's so many years ago, but I mean, when you're doing, you know, that many people, I say the company was thinking, no, I don't know, I just... Um, just whatever the chef told you to do, you did. So yes, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. Hey, exactly. Sad, sad times indeed. Long live the king, and uh, yeah. you're you're roughly the same age as me too. So it is. Um, it's yeah. a momentous time in the world. I think this is about the biggest world event that I would have been involved in. I think. See, Princess Diana was huge, of course, her passing. But this has got implications for the entire world in the future. So oh. yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think it's a sad moment. We all have to reflect whether you're a royalist or you're not a royalist. At the end of the day, she did an amazing job yes. um, for the UK. And, yeah, I mean, people are going to miss her. Um, and what the future holds for King Charles, we don't know. Only time will tell. Wait and uh, see. Well, thank you for a couple yeah, of smiles yeah. this afternoon, David. Lovely to talk to you. My best to Carol as well. I hope you're both well. Yeah. And thanks for popping lovely. up so that we could tell this story. All right, mate. You take care. Speak to you soon. Thank you, mate. It's David. If you've got any stories, I'd love to hear them. You can get us on the text line 04800 97 400.